Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth installment of the Mind Control series here with Dangerous World Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dean. And um, I mean, we're going to tie up some loose ends when it comes to MK Ultra, kind of go a little deeper into it, and also talk about HARP. That's that high frequency active auroral research program uh, based out of Alaska. Pretty interesting stuff that they do. A lot of uh, talk about weather manipulation, potential direct energy weapons sort of stuff. Uh, but um, that's going to be in this Patreon portion. And I want to talk about what started HARP and why the United States wanted to get that whole deal going. Not only to control weather, but also to battle Russia. Russia has a deal that's known as the Russian woodpecker. sounds like a real shitty, like evil villain in a comic book, but it's not. It's actually a similar thing that they do. And it's responsible for some catastrophes around the world, specifically in China, which I'll be getting into that for sure. Uh, Just really, really weird stuff. And you know that this mind control shit, when it comes to the CIA, There's nothing that they won't do in the name of having the bigger dick when it comes to Russia. For some reason, Russia is our bad guy. There's some serious shit going on with China, uh, Afghanistan uh, at the time of this recording, which is uh, August 27th, 2021. Afghanistan's fallen to shit. Our president has zero leadership skills, and Austin and Millie seem to be more afraid of critical race theories, um, you know, thinking that white men are evil, even though Millie's white. And you've got Austin, who is terrified of COVID. He dresses up like Darth Vader when he's got to go around his peasants that serve in the armed forces. So it's very interesting here. So we have this this weird kind of deal with them. Uh, but for the record, yes, uh, Afghanistan will be going to China. They're going to be great business partners. They're going to take over the world. When you have someone like the Taliban, who people are confusing with ISIS, I understand that like formally they're very different. And ISIS is more, well, let me put it this way. ISIS thinks that the Taliban is too liberal, right? Which is weird. It's a weird deal. Um, not to say that. ISIS is conservative, but, um, you know, they think that, that, the, that the Taliban gives too many freedoms and they're not abusive enough. They're too liberal. They're too freedom loving. And to be clear, the liberals in this country are, um, I mean, there's some sort of paradigm shift. The liberals in this country do not support freedom. They're not my body, my choice anymore. They're not live and let live anymore. They are tyrants and they are tyrant sympathizers. 
I posted a thing on Instagram. Biden's, you know, approval rating of Afghanistan's debacle is 25% positive and then 60% negative, approving and disapproving. If you're in that 25%, I want to make it very clear. Fuck you. I mean, this show's not for you. You are either an asshole or you're fucking retarded. And there is zero exceptions to that. And I want to make that very clear. If you think that Biden is doing something good in Afghanistan, um, I mean, just, I don't even know what to tell you, man. You're lost. You're a lost soul, a uh, lost human being, since you probably don't believe in a soul. So with that being said, um, that's not what this is about. Um, but I, I find it interesting that that Russia is the enemy always. And the United States is, like I said, in a dick measuring contest with them, even though China and the Middle East seem to be very adamant about trying to bring down this Western civilization that our forefathers created, um, you know, during the revolution, 1700s. It's a very weird deal that what seems to me like the greatest country in the world, despite its leadership, is being attacked by lesser uh morals i would say so i don't know man uh, we're, we're living in interesting times that's for damn sure and uh i don't want to i don't want to hold up too much on this intro because i've got a ton of information to get through my friend lala beams is going to hop in for a quick minute here um she knows a little thing or two about mk ultra she does great research so we're going to chat for a little bit later in the episode and um the patreon portion is going to cover that russian woodpecker and also uh, a little bit of harp, uh, the introduction of harp. And then the next episode here is going to be just a final mind control thing uh, based off of that book, Mind Control, World Control by Jim Keith. I urge you all to get it. It's essentially an encyclopedia on the history of American mind control. Now, the methods of American mind control have been duplicated um, or but depending on how you look at it, America has copied, you know, other more established empires and the way that they control their citizens. It's been a quest since the beginning of time. And like I said, I do urge you to listen to it in order um, just because it's, it's not very linear. It's not like a season, but I do kind of build off of the previous episode. So with that being said, guys, uh, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast you can get the full episodes of not only the new ones and, uh, you know, more recent episodes, but you get all the archives and you can also, um, you know, get my bonus episodes where I just kind of rant about the news, which is interesting. Like on, on the Ryan's Rants, which is under my middle tier, only $5, there was this weird sort of, I, I don't know if it was a synchronicity or just a coincidence. I know that there are no such thing as coincidences, but it seemed like a hell of a synchronicity if if that's what it was, for some reason, I talked about the Havana syndrome um, theory, which, you know, this is this these Cuban um, ambassador, American and Canadian diplomats in Cuba all suffered the same symptoms. We're talking nausea, uh, passing out. Some people left were left with brain damage. It's a it's a weird deal. Very coincidental um, and and um, synchronized symptoms for these individuals present in Cuba back in 2016 or 17. I forget the exact date. 
Um, see, I make notes on all my shit and, uh, things go one ear and out the other for me. So I do a lot of research for these. And, um, this was going on right when Trump was coming into office. Trump immediately accused Cuba of using some sort of directed energy weapons on the Americans. And I talked about this in that Patreon episode on the 22nd, I think it was. And just a few days later, there was theories floating around that Kamala Harris, our vice president, our brave vice president, so likable. And, and, and so just, I mean, if you have a daughter, this is who you want your daughter to look up to. You want your daughter to emulate Kamala Harris, right? Um, supposedly in Singapore, she got hit with some sort of mystery sickness. Now, the media played this down in a big way. I saw a video on YouTube of a reporter that was present. She looked a little shook up. I don't know what the deal was. No one really does. The media does a great job sort of holding out on the stories that I think that we should know. And I think that that's what alternative media does for the news consumer or for someone that wants to be informed or someone that maybe wants to just escape the harsh realities of the world. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this show, you're not escaping the harsh realities of the world. You may be escaping in a sense of what's going on right in front of you and kind of going back a little bit. But in no way, shape, or form is this show a blue pill. This is uh, a red pill or a black pill, depending on how you look at it. And I find it interesting that I talk about this Havana syndrome. And then just a few days later, um, our vice president, our second most powerful person, in the great nation of the United States gets hit with it. Now, to be clear, I am not a supporter of Harris, and I'm sure you know that if you've listened to more than one episode of the show. But um, it is shady when something like this goes down. And who knows? I mean, in my opinion, my conspiratorial brain, I think that this may have been a ploy to not only distance herself from the Biden administration, which she is doing. Supposedly, she's called for Biden to resign. but. Um, I think that she's trying to garner some support and some sympathy like Reagan, right? When Reagan got shot by John Hinckley, he got a lot of support and, and people wanted to, uh, you know, continue supporting him. And he, he became one of the most popular presidents of all time. Um, not, not, you know, I think that that if I'm remembering history correctly, his second run for president, I mean, he's like the first Republican to get Californian forever. And yes, he was an actor. He had some serious Hollywood ties and a lot of influence in California. But um, an assassination attempt sure wouldn't hurt your sympathy vote. So I think that similar circumstances are going on with old Kamala, spelled K-U-M. Um, just a weird deal, man. I, there's so much going on that it's almost like sensory overload. So uh, with that being said, guys, um, started off talking about the Patreon. I want to finish there. I, I really, really appreciate each and every one of you guys. I'm going to hit 100 before the end of the year. You know what I mean? I'm very close, and uh, I appreciate that so much. You guys get me closer and closer to being able to do these full-time. And once I'm full-time, these episodes are going to be the best. The show is going to be every single one of yours favorite because uh, – I'll take the eight hours a day or 10 hours a day that I usually work at my shit day job and I'll put it into research for the show. You'll be getting cutting information more so than you already are. 
And uh, just really appreciate you guys. I owe you guys everything, man. So uh, I hope that you enjoy the show. Haven't had hardly anyone cancel on the Patreon either. So um, come check it out. If anything, you're wasting $3 and you're getting hours and hours of entertainment. If you blow through all the episodes in one month, I mean, I challenge you to do that. There's a lot on there. I think there's like something like 185 episodes. So um, uh, big, big thanks to you guys. Dangerousworldstore.com is my website for the t-shirts. Um, sold out, uh, or not sold out, but shipped out a couple of uh, shirts today. That government is the virus is a crowd pleaser. And that OG shirt still sells pretty well, too. So, and of course, manscaped.com promo codes danger. Hold off till September because that's when our formal contract starts. I want to make sure that I impress these guys. Um, but keep that in mind. Danger is your promo code to use if you choose to support my show that way or. Uh, you know, a great company that helps fight testicular cancer. So I appreciate them and I appreciate you, uh, but not until September, right? So uh, thank you guys for all that. With that, guys, um, Lala's going to jump in here in just a minute, but there is um, this idea where we're so caught up on this China virus madness. And it's kind of interesting when you learn about mind control and you figure out the ways that the media manipulates these things. And how far ahead they are when it comes to, okay, this narrative is being pushed, then we're going to flip it and we're going to really fuck with them, right? The China lab leak theory was discounted majorly by mainstream media. Now it's kind of coming out more and more, right? I'm going to get into this whole thing with the Korean War where the Chinese would have, I mean, they wouldn't be out of line to drop a bioweapon on the United States. Now, in no way is that me saying that it's warranted because my parents were very sick with this new variant, whether it's Delta or Lambda or whatever. They didn't get, I don't think, tested for it. But I know that they got it because my sister tested positive and then my mom and dad were sick for two weeks. And my father made a comment where no one was sick last year. He didn't know one person that was sick last year. And all of a sudden, he knows like everyone that he loves is sick with it. I had it very briefly. Um, not that my immune system is that great. I think that I just drink so much booze that nothing can survive in my body. Uh, hopefully, my organs are hanging in there. But, you know, time will tell. Mosquitoes are on the rise here in Tucson, and, and they're not even fucking with me. Uh, so there's something seriously wrong with me. I'm not saying that it's good that I haven't gotten sick. Um, or that, that I kicked the virus so quick, but I think the virus just gets in my body and then is like, fuck this, let's go somewhere else. You know, with that though, I, I think that there's something to be said about promoting this China virus coming up now when at the beginning of the Korean war, which, you know, 1950 is the, the year that we're talking Chinese, the Soviet Union, and Korea accused the Americans of using germ warfare. And the People's Republic of China was using brainwashing techniques on American prisoners, forcing them to confess to the crimes of germ warfare, but not before the story had gotten picked up by international media. And of course, patriots and government denied the claims and enemy sympathizers gave China, Russia, uh, or the Soviet Union at the time, and Korea some credence to this theory. So we're talking cholera, meningitis, and smallpox. But it was a relatively small number. We're talking about 60 people. But you can imagine their quarantine, right? So the North Korean foreign minister, Bak Hon Yon, 
challenge you to try and spell that, made formal allegations in early 1952 that American planes, in collaboration with the Japanese, were dropping infected insects, of all things, on their land. Now, keep in mind, the U.S. becomes allies with the Nazis, the Italians, and the Japanese, which were still credibly called war criminals by the Chinese. I mean, these guys were all working in cahoots in World War II. This ended five years earlier, right? The U.S. and the world love to be in wars constantly, these endless wars. Even if the war changes names and changes locations, they got to be in war constantly. And now remember the Dulles brothers, okay? These Dulles brothers wanted to take Wild Bill Donovan's idea, who started the OSS with uh, FDR, wanted to take his idea of psychological warfare for the enemy and turn it to the U.S. population. Um, this is kind of like the Patriot Act, right? I mean, this is what George Bush was doing. And George Bush's dad, George H.W. Bush, was a director of the CIA as well. You know he looked up to Alan Dulles, and you know that George W. Bush was taking a page out of the, not only his father's book, but, you know, the Dulles brothers as well, and taking technology and resources that were meant for our enemies and turning them on the people. The Patriot Act really kind of demonized the American patriot. And um, it was just kind of a foreshadowing of things to come under this current administration Patriots are demonized, right? And probably the previous administration, too. Um, you know, I voted for Donald Trump, but Donald Trump really kind of did demonize the Patriots in a lot of these idiots' eyes. I'm not saying that he's right or wrong for it, but um, there's some very interesting kind of coincidences and things that really line up. You hear the Patriot Act, and it's one of the most unpatriotic things ever. And now true patriots are demonized. I mean, there's a, there's a, a serious pattern there. Um, why wouldn't they use all these sneaky methods of germ warfare on us too, though? Why wouldn't they act like China hit us with a bioweapon when they really did? Now, I'm not accusing the government of doing this, to be clear. I don't know. That's the problem. No one fucking knows what's going on with this right now. And so this is an MK Ultra episode, obviously, and a relevant part under its umbrella was MK Delta which focused on the use of biochemicals and clandestine operations. You see more significance with that Delta name there, right? The patterns are undeniable, and you're going to see more and more of these as the episode goes on. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, the reason the Black Operation Program was even started with the OSS under Donovan was because Donovan wanted to convince Franklin Delano Roosevelt that the U.S. needed something to counter our enemy's work in the same field with. These psyops needed to be done. These psychological warfare operations had to be carried out on the U.S.'s behalf. And we were, we were trailing, right? But come to find out, the U.S. was always far ahead of its enemies when it came to psychological warfare, as stated by CIA Deputy Director Richard Helms. I should mention that Helms' grandfather was a president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York and the first ever president of the Bank for International Settlements. He was a big banker, and he slung his dick around just like a big banker would. Um, Helms also urged for offensive and defensive mind control techniques. So we're talking, you know, kind of striking first and also having something to defend, having some propaganda in place in the adverse event um, that, that may kind of cause some sort of criticism, mostly by the U.S. people, 
but they were obviously testing on enemies. So what does that mean today, right? If the U.S. government sees the people or group of people as their enemy, they're going to carry this out on you. And like I said, right now, I mean, this is just practice what they're doing overseas and in the wars. Um, it's scary shit, dude. It's fucking weird. And it, it really means that they have all their bases covered, I think. And they knew back then in the 50s, you know, in World War II, um, and even before that, that technology would evolve and common folk would be able to kind of know what the government was up to, to an extent, right? I mean, they kind of give us these breadcrumbs. They leak files out. You know, that last episode, I talked about how the uh, the journalist asked for info on the funding of BLM and Antifa, and he got this weird, like, 5g mind control electromagnetic you know weaponry um but so they've always been 20 steps ahead and their attempts to brainwash the public and i think these programs were always meant for us they were just experimenting on foreign subjects since there was less consequences with the outcomes of those experiments and less blowback right and if the news came out experiments were being ran on enemies Americans wouldn't think twice about this whole thing. So how does MK Ultra come about out of all this shit, right? It really was the brainchild of Helms, and he was active the whole time it was officially in operation. And he ordered the destruction of the files in 1966. So we got Alan Dulles, who goes to Princeton University on April 10th, 1953, to discuss how the battle for men's minds has become a sinister one controlled by the Soviets. Three days later, MKUltra was officially authorized, and it was funded by British intelligence. Guess what else? The Scottish Rite, Freemasonry, and best yet, some recently reformed Nazis. This guy, Sidney Gottlieb, was an American chemist and spymaster who supervised MKUltra and later mind control projects under the agency. And Dulles diverted an initial $300,000 for the program and gave Gottlieb permission to operate outside the normal channels and ordered everything to be highly compartmentalized. So no one other than Gottlieb knew what was really going on. Usually how these heinous programs kind of operate. Um, I'm going to bring Lala in right here to kind of um, break this down a little bit more. We'll see what she has to say. She did, like I said, she does good research and I want to uh, hear her take on all this stuff. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Lala Beams. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I, I'm a podcast host of the uh, show just titled Lala Beams. And that's like a beam of light with a Z. That's also where you can find me on Instagram. Lala.beams is my backup because I'm shadow banned on my main. And <clears throat> I also make tumblers, base tumblers with a Z. Dope. So. And they're great. They're great cups. I do use them. But, uh, you know, I brought you on because I wanted to uh, see what you thought about like MK Ultra and how, you know, obviously they said that it ended back in uh, the 70s, but it, it clearly didn't. You know what I mean? Like it's there's got to be some aspect of it that's still very active right now. Right. I mean, I think that we as a population are under mind control just by, you know, on a larger scale. But I also think that they're still using MKUltra um, specifically with like shootings, like people who are doing the shootings or 
like one of the stories that just came up recently. Um, and I don't know if you heard of the, the guy who was supposedly a Q follower in California that like stabbed his children to death in the name of it. Oh, MK Ultra or on Q? He stabbed both of his children and then accredited it to Q. Oh, I mean, see, that's the problem. Like these people get obsessed with these little like programs like, you know, QAnon. Q to me is a great example of how mind control can work. You know, getting people kind of like just obsessed with the idea that Donald Trump is going to save them. Right. Um, I don't know how you feel about Q. I know that you well, you reference my, it pretty often. My point in saying that is because I think that I don't necessarily buy that. I think that he could have been an MK Ultra victim. Because, oh. yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like when you hear these stories that elicit a huge emotional response from people who hear them. I mean, they're you know that they're trying to paint Q in the news as like being horrible and whatever reason. Um, and I, I think like that situation could have potentially been an MK ultra. I think that a lot of the shootings that happen in general are MK ultra. And I think, I just think it's a lot more widespread than a lot of people will re- realize. Yeah. Like Aurora, the, the, the shooting there. And then um, mm-hmm. those dudes too, with Columbine, like that was really the big one that sort of kicked off all these school shootings. Those right. dudes seem to be in some weird state of mind. But yeah, no, that's interesting because I didn't even think about the fact that like they're just trying to use Q um, like, you know, brainwashing someone into committing some sort of heinous act and then throwing it in your face that, oh, this is a QAnon guy. This right. is the, the this is the bad guy. These are the Patriots. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good point. And, and so like where else have you have you seen these kinds of things go on? Because, I mean, the most famous is obviously like Sirhan Sirhan with Robert F. Kennedy, right? Yeah. And did you hear about that? That just came out that he's getting like released. Like, well, I heard that he's on parole or he may go on parole. Is he actually going to get out of jail? Well, that's, that's what I just saw a few minutes ago. I didn't read the story, but that's just kind of crazy because two of the Kennedys actually were on board with releasing him or whatever. But um, yeah. No, I had this, I had a lady on my show before her name was Penny Shepard and she has a really interesting story. She, um, she says that she was an MK ultra asset and she talks a lot about it. So like, when you think about like MK ultra mind control, like, what does that really mean? And how are they facilitating that? And she talked about it in the way that it was much bigger than just mind control. It was, uh, they were creating actual like GMO super soldiers and yeah, yeah. they, they use them as like assassins and sex slaves. Um, and the MK ultra program in general is just a lot more wide than just the MK ultra. So well, yeah, and that's interesting that you had someone on like that too, because I recently did in the last episode that I did on this actually. Really? I had yeah, and her name's Holly. And um her story is insane. So I don't know. I'm not saying that I don't believe her, because like that'd be a horrible thing to not believe someone that had gone through this kind of stuff. But it is so fantastical. It's like, why wouldn't they have gotten rid of her? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't that's they have gotten- my question? 
Is that what you what you asked that lady too? Because like, have you heard the story of like Johnny Gosh, like the 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 whole thing about who took Johnny? Yes, the the milk carton boy, right? He was a paper boy, yeah. So I mean, it's the same thing, but like, he essentially was disappeared, and he went and visited his mother, Noreen. Uh, you know, years later, and then she was saying like, yeah, he was accompanied by someone. He explained to me why he can never come home, and blah blah blah. And, uh, you know, she's really kind of like pushed the the agenda forward as far as like police need to investigate missing children before 48 hours and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but you always kind of wonder, like, why why do they allow these people to get out? So do you believe uh, what was her name? Penny. Well, what I meant by milk carton is I, I thought he was the first child to be like put on the milk carton like remember when they used to put the missing children on the milk cartons like johnny gosh oh that might be that was he was like one of the first children when they started doing that um but no she had a crazy outlandish story and i had i had two people that claimed to be um mk ultra and i mean that respectfully because like the same way you said it's like you don't want to not believe them especially because if anyone did come out of that, they went through severe trauma because yeah. that's that's what it entails. So who knows, like, even if they are telling not like maybe their whole story is not true, but like maybe they don't even aware of like where that line is, because the way that you control someone is by traumatizing them so much that you split their brain into multiple pieces. And so, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, she talked about she talked about memories like at Area 51. She talked about like the underground military bases yeah. and all of that. That's weird, you know, because this is the same shit that, that Holly was talking about. So, I mean, like either they do their research and they try to come up with a similar story of their own or it's all the same shit and they're all part of it. And that's what's crazy. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't like spend so much time trying to fake a story like that. So, but that doesn't mean, you know, someone else wouldn't. Um, but I don't know. That, that's a weird deal. What else do you like? Like what interests you about like the whole MK Ultra deal? Because like how you're saying it's still very much in use today, obviously right. with school shootings, trying to promote agendas, um, right. you know, removing guns and so on. Um, anything else, though? Well, the only other thing I was going to say about her specifically was that she claimed to be the character that Eleven was based on in Stranger Things, the one with all of the superpowers. Ooh. Really? So she was like a highly sought after asset supposedly because she was able to like create storms and like do the remote viewing. And she just had a lot of capabilities in that way. Um, and she would, she would have like memories come back to her where she would uh, be an assassin essentially. And she wouldn't have any control. And like, she talked about like how a message would come up on her phone and then she would switch into that gear. And um but to answer your question, huh. I think that it's, I mean, think about when you talk to somebody about like COVID, for instance, mm -hmm. and they're completely just plugged in like that is MK Ultra. They are MK Ultra, you know, and it it's, doesn't even necessarily have to be them watching mainstream media. It's, it's everything encompassing around them. And Sometimes I swear, I'm like, am I really crazy? Because they yeah. make you feel like that. Yeah, it's almost like, how the fuck do I see this 
this pattern going on? Or how do I see these things not making sense? And the world seems to, and they do a great job of it because the mainstream media, if you watch that, you will feel crazy. And I've, I've fallen victim to that myself where I'm like, dude, how the fuck does everyone believe this one thing? And then, I mean, you'll see people like I talked with some of my managers, my, my, my day job today, and every single one of them is vaxxed up. And, and I asked my main boss who, you know, he got his stuff and they're talking about it openly. I don't like t- asking people if they've been vaccinated because frankly, it's no one's fucking business, but I hate talking about it. Well, yeah, but I mean, they were all talking about it. So I was like, right, so are right. you, he, he was talking about how sick he got after he got both of his shots. And I'm like, so are you going to get the booster then? And he's like, well, yeah, if they say that I can, because I've gotten a weak, a weak immune system. So I don't know if I'm even able to take it. And it's like, dude, like, why, why would you take it? And, you know, I understand like, you know, my, my work is making management take him. Um, so, I mean, it, it is weird. And that is a, that is definitely a, an aspect of, Mind control, as far as MK Ultra goes, I don't know if it's MK Ultra because that's a very specific version of mind control. Um, it involves drugs and things like that, specifically like LSD. There's this thing called BZ, which is even stronger than LSD that they used. Um, okay. But fluoride can can contribute to that, right? Shit in our right. water. And that that's what I mean is like, yeah, that's how it started back. What was that? The fifties or whenever it started. Yeah, and 60s. supposedly ended and but they've progressed it now. So they're using things like fluoride in the water and they're potentially using bioweapons like that change your how your DNA reacts to things like we don't really know what they're doing with their technology that they're using. And um, I just think it's like a much more sophisticated version of mind control. That's just way more widespread. So that's kind of how I look at it. No. Yeah. You are not wrong. There's this dude. um, I forget his name, but it was in my previous episode where it's in the Patreon portion though. So not everyone here has heard that, but this, this American scientist, he was talking about how if a man or woman doesn't matter what age you are. If you're drinking fluorinated water for a period of one year, that person is never the same mentally or physically. Um, and they brought this over. They were doing that in the in the um, in the concentration camps in Germany. They were fluorinating the water, and it would make the Jewish people that were in those camps very submissive. I mean, because you think about it, like how the fuck did they get all these people in these camps? You know, there's more Jews in the camps. Then there is people putting the Jews in the camps. Like, how didn't right. they rise up? There was these drugs in place. You know what I mean? And so it's a fascinating concept where like, you know, I don't know if you've seen like the black lights on freeways now, like in like Wisconsin and shit like that. Like these these black lights that are in empty parking lots and in freeways that, you know, these more conspiratorial type people like myself are think <laughs> are are FEMA camps, you know, because when with the black lights, the idea there is if you're in. Uh, vaccinated you're a homo luminary instead of a homo sapien and you have these you know translucent properties in your body um it's a weird concept and then well, you get the, into this are you talking about the graphene? the graphene the graphene graphene oxide and but I, no there's something more to it as far as like the blood samples they light up with white dots um, oh yes i've seen that yes yeah so 
that's the way with the black lights and then these cameras that have that infrared uh, technology in them that they're being mass produced right now to grocery stores and everywhere. Uh, these things are getting out and and people are just concerned when they're looking into them. Uh, there's the smart guillotines. There's the the green zones and red zones. There's all these weird sort of coincidences. And you start to kind of wonder with how some people are. Um, and I think that we fall victim to it, too, even, you know, being what we think is like more awake, not woke, yeah. but like awake. We are in a form of mind control ourselves. You know what I mean? Anyone alive is is controllable in some way, shape or form. Right. And um, and it's just interesting to see if the vaccinated people are going to be the ones that are going into the concentration camps or if the unvaccinated ones are going to be the ones going into the concentration camps. You know what I mean? Well, the way that the news cycle is kind of playing out is they're the ones who are seemingly more, you know, they have the higher viral load. Um, They're just going to be putting more people at risk. And even though all of this science is coming out saying that they're just completely ignorant to the fact, like they don't even know that they can spread it. Many people that I talk to, because I go out and like ask them and they don't even know that they are still capable of spreading it as a vaccinated person. So yeah it's a weird deal man and um i mean shit i guess we'll see i guess time will tell for sure but um i mean shit i don't know i I hope that uh i hope that things go down okay there in florida i know that's where you're at as far as arizona i feel like we're kind of like in the eye of the storm honestly i think it's like you know more of a um more conspiratorial shit again like the abbreviation of our state is az like the beginning and the end right and then um, I don't know if you've seen that stupid show, Last Man on Earth. He's in my fucking city. And, you know, I believe in predictive programming very much. Right. right. Um, and then we've got the city of Phoenix, which is a bird rising out of the ashes and shit like that. With this Maricopa audit going down, which keeps getting pushed back. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But yeah. um, I'm starting the, to think that's the distraction. I mean, it may be. And maybe that's what uh, Afghanistan was. Maybe that was to pull distraction away. I mean, that's what we see here. And then you got Cuomo. Um, you've got a lot of distractions. These these high level politicians in the mainstream media, they're nothing more than magicians right now. You know, they're, you know, doing the magician sleight of hand shit. So uh, we'll see what happens, like I said. But um, plug yourself one more time for uh, my listeners that may have not heard of you. Uh, you do have a fun show. I've listened to uh, quite a few episodes and they're all pretty informative. So uh, plug Thanks. away here. Uh, yeah, I just have a podcast. It's just me and I have different people coming on that I either interview or uh, we pick a topic like tonight we're recording on the Nuremberg code as well as operation paperclip. Um, Last time that we recorded, we did Titanic and that was fun. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of all over the board. Uh, Lala beams beam of light with a Z and can be found on all major platforms. Oh yeah. And base tumblers, base tumblers. tumblers. (laughs) Great. Well, thank you so much. And good luck on your, uh, on the Nuremberg shit. There's a lot there and there we are violating it right now, or I shouldn't say we, but the, uh, the elites are absolutely violating the Nuremberg code right now. So, right. Well, Well, shit. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. And I'll see you, uh, hopefully soon. We'll, uh, we'll keep collaborating here. Sounds good. All right. Take care. I want to move into some of the funding of MK Ultra, which, you know, interestingly, but not surprisingly, 
the main funding front entity was a eugenicist organization called the um, Josiah Macy Jr. Foundation. And they began in 1930 and staffed mainly globalists who wanted to shape education, psychology, and government policy. And they succeeded 100%. This family was an old Nantucket whaling and clipper ship clan who made early investments in the oil industry. So they're not the Macy's department store group. Uh, this is an entirely different entity. Maybe they, they have some sort of ties to that. But from what I understand, there was there's no uh, no connection there with the with the Macy's store. But I'm sure that Macy's is some uh, other globalist piece of shit group. But um, so in 19, uh, I'm sorry, in 1872, the Macy's Long Island Oil Company became part of the growing standard oil empire of John D. Rockefeller. So, I mean, you got that connection with this Macy dynasty. And so, as you could obviously imagine, there they were, um, you know, really tied in with the Rockefeller Foundation. Small world at the top, right? You got a small, small world at the top of that pyramid. And you're looking down at all of us broke assholes that have no influence and just want our freedom. But that's not allowed in this system. And directly after World War II, they worked hard to take Americans' pride of winning a major war, and they used it against themselves. They used the, you know, well-deserved sort of want for peace that the American people felt that they deserved after sending their sons and their husbands to war, um, to a to a meat grinder that was World War II. And uh, this Josiah Macy Jr. Foundation just really kind of uh, took that and threw it in the faces of them. But most people think that the sexual revolution of the 60s was a natural thing, and it was anything but that. This Macy Foundation almost single-handedly sponsored the distribution of F- an FDA approval of oral contraceptives, which directly had an effect in breaking down the nuclear family. When you can go around fucking with no consequences, why have a husband? Why have a wife, right? You can just pop a pill. You can, uh, you know, have an abortion. You can do whatever you want. And um, no one's going to find out. And these were early methods of blackmail for politicians and for, you know, high rollers in society. But things have changed. Now, really, the only thing that you can sort of damage someone's career with is like child porn or pedophilia but that's changing too with the lgbtqp plus um that's why it's a slippery slope man i got nothing against gay people or lesbians whatever um by uh trannies are, are a little weird to me personally but um as long as you're minding your own business you're living in let live it's not an issue to me but again it is a slippery slope because then where do we draw that line as long as you're fucking kids, but it's not my kid, it's not a big deal. See, this is the problem, right? Um, and they know this. They know that that okay, we got the we got gay men. That's allowed now. Now gay women, that's allowed now too. Now, if you want to say that you were born a female, but you have a penis, you can cut that thing off. You can inside out your hot dog, sprinkle a little fucking ketchup on it, and you've got a goddamn uh, abomination. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's weird. And and I when does it stop? When does it stop? Um, but they were proponents of the psychedelic revolution, too. That is the John Macy Jr. Foundation, um, which in times before the 60s, Americans were even skeptical of sleeping pills. 
But now we take pills for any little problem we have. And some say that the psychedelic revolution is partially to blame, if not like the, 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 like a key, key player in that whole transition from being skeptical of simple disorders you may have to I've got a headache. Now I need ibuprofen. I have chronic headaches. I got migraines. There's got to be some sort of pill for that, right? Wrong. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying it's fucking weird. Um, they have really tapped into that slippery slope argument. And there is that binary politics that one side says it's wrong. One side says it's right. And you choose a side and that's where you are. Um, this is why, you know, among other things, we need more than two parties. Um, uh, but I digress there, right? Um, more, more, uh, significant for today. They created America's world renowned sense of technological optimism leading us into what we call the information age. What is that? That's very Luciferian, right? This forbidden knowledge, the forbidden fruit, which is knowledge. Um, We're not supposed to know everything. We're not supposed to know what's going on on the other side of the world. Now, to be clear, I am glad that we do. I'm glad that we know uh, that this chaos is going on in Afghanistan. We've got this seventh century militia that is the Taliban and ISIS. I mean, they rape kids. They, they, they treat women like dog shit. And it's good to know. It's good to, it really is good to know that. Um, but is it because we're not doing anything? There's only a few people out there doing things about it that are private citizens. Tim Kennedy is one. He's catching a lot of flack about it. And to be a hundred percent clear, I don't know if his intentions are pure. I feel like they are. I don't know the man though. And I'm not going to stick up for him. Um, feel like he's uh he's a big boy he's definitely one of those people that i wouldn't tell what to do and i don't think anyone could tell him what to do but he's out there he took a private jet um or i don't know if he took a private jet but he's got uh private jets from people um that that they're saying like hey take my plane you can you guys can use these to uh save american allies and and you know this that and the next but um what can we do is knowing about something like that good if you can't do a damn thing to help it? It's arguable, right? Um, but what was the generation that this John uh, Josiah Macy Foundation targeted? It was the boomers, man. And throughout their time of operation, they made sizable grants to what could look like great causes like cell biology, which, you know, in truth was used to research eugenics. And uh, also in like race sciences, you know, um, race sciences seem like a notable thing, but they just sort of played into that racial division by by funding race sciences. And also something that they called psychosomatic irrelations, but we call it brainwashing. Okay, lots of investment in psychosomatic irrelations. Um, This is where my control started, guys. This is this Josiah macy foundation look it up if i'm not giving you enough information here on i'm going to continue with them though um if you check their youtube videos today they are all about race and total critical race theory bullshit along with you know helping to fight harmful bias and blah blah fucking blah when an organization is focused on race so much at what point does it become racist if you're focusing on race so much 
at what point does it become racist? Whether you're trying to help a certain race, whether you're trying to say that a certain race is better, even if it's like, even if you're a white person saying that the black race deserves more than the white race does, is that not racist? They call it reverse racism when you hate white people, right? It's clown world, dude. This is clown shit. It's fucking insane. So uh, they're relatively low key, though, for how much power they do have. I mean, for example, if you go check out their YouTube, my episodes get more views than their YouTube videos by like a lot. Uh, They had a video that I was watching uh, from June of last year, I think. And it's got like less views than I get in like a couple days. You know what I mean? Um, It's insane how influential and how detrimental this group has been. Yet they have so much more influence than I could ever have um, with my measly, you know, views and and listens. Um, But it constantly blows my mind that these powerful money throwing organizations have such little support but still manage to have major, major influence. Well, let's hop back over here to um, MK Ultra and a little more on LSD. Uh, many Scottish Rite Masons and Nazis were key players in MK Ultra. I'll list a few here, but then I'm going to kind of go into some of the darker experiments and subprojects of MK Ultra. We've got Doctor uh, Donald. Ewan Cameron, who is the most infamous, hands down. I'm ashamed that I didn't know his name before reading this book, Mind Control, World Control by Jim Keith, who, to be clear, I've mentioned his name so many damn times. He is not sponsoring the show. Uh, I think he's dead, to be honest, but um, <laughs> I mentioned his name so much that I feel like I should uh, disclose that he is. We're not in a paid partnership here. Um, Dr. Paul Hoke, who's a Mason. Um, Franz Kalman, big into eugenics. Dr. Nolan D.C. Lewis, who was another Mason. And then Robert Hanna Felix is a 33rd degree Mason. So the Masons are very heavy in this whole MK Ultra uh, early nonsense. But you have Max Wrinkle giving Robert Hyde LSD for the first ever experiments in the United States. So, yes, Robert Hyde on record is the first American to have taken LSD, probably a hero to a lot of people out there, a lot of journey seekers, a lot of thrill riders. I don't even know if that's the way that you say those. I think I got that backwards, but it is what it is. So Dr. Joel Elks, who created nerve gases in Britain in World War II, also ran significant LSD experiments before relocating to St. Elizabeth's Hospital in D.C. So you've got, again, tyrannical supporters of Britain the monarchy coming over and working to the highest levels in government and in medicine. And you've got Dr. Harold Abramson who went to school in Berlin, oddly enough, and specialized in pediatrics was hired by the U S army chemical warfare service. And he gave unwitting normal patients in quotes, LSD. So whoever they deem normal just got LSD um, under this uh, Dr. Harold Abramson. He was ordered, presumably by Gottlieb, to create a drug that, A, disturbed memory, B, discredited abhorrent behavior, C, promoted um, altercation of sex patterns, D, elicited of, um, I'm sorry, eliciting 
of information, E, promoting suggestibility, and F, creating of dependence. Did I get that right? A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay, perfect. Um, very specific pattern of, uh, you know, just what you have here is someone that cannot think for themselves. If they follow all six of those um, criteria, or if they meet all six of those criteria that I just listed. And now this is kind of funny, actually. So like high up individuals in the CIA would spike each other's drinks on a constant basis and party on LSD, including Gottlieb, the runner of MKUltra, who on one occasion slipped LSD into a Dr. Frank Olson's booze, and he fell into a deep, deep state of depression. He was scheduled to see that uh, Dr. Abramson that I mentioned. And after their first visit, Abramson goes to Olson's hotel with a bottle of bourbon and a bottle of Nembutal, which is a barbiturate or a depressant. It's a weird combo for a depressed dude, right? Olson ends up, quote, jumping from his room's window to his death the night before going to a sanitarium. Now, his wife, Alice, was given a government pension and kept quiet for two decades plus until she went on TV stating that she knew her husband was illegally experimented on and that his death should be a lesson to the CIA instead of being covered up like it was. Now, later in 1994, his body was examined and he had skull fractures that suggested that he uh, was killed, actually, before he fell from the window. Now, whistleblower on MK Ultra, I don't know, but this is the theory here. This is what Alice believes, right? Now, Gottlieb and his team suffered no consequences, and I think that's the biggest deal here. So, I mean, Alice Olsen, um, thoughts and prayers, you know? I don't know, dude. I don't know what to say about this kind of stuff. I think that time and time again, these people carry out these heinous acts and these, you know, I would say satanic experiments on a level and they never face any repercussions. They actually get kind of like remembered in history very favorably. And now obviously there's a lot of other experiments that went wrong. Like Dr. Harris Isbell, who gave black prison inmates LSD 75 consecutive days. And a former inmate named James Charles said they would get paid off in heroin for these experiments. Solid, right? In 1953, psychiatrist Dr. Nick Bursell of L.A. was told to determine how much LSD it would take to trip out the entire city of L.A., every single L.A. resident. And he found that chlorine in the water, which is how they wanted to tap into it, hint fluoride, bring in the fluoride. He found out the chlorine in the water actually neutralized LSD. And so the CIA went right back to work finding a chlorine-resistant version. I think this is what fluoride may be. I mean, imagine if we're seeing the world just completely wrong and completely not how it was meant to be. Think about that. It's weird. Now, what's fucking nuts is that the CIA ran this experiment in France in 1951, but the deaths were attributed to contaminated rye flour. At Pont Saint-Esprit is how I believe it's pronounced. The whole town went crazy. Some died, but uh, those who actually lived hallucinated for days afterwards. And there was uh, never really a legit reason for their hallucinations, deaths, and uh, 
spouts of um, psychosis, I guess is, is the way to say it. Now, in the late 80s, the same deal happened in Santa Monica High School where kids, about 250 students, got headaches, nausea, and fainted. Could be Havana Syndrome, too, which I mentioned you know, earlier. But uh, this one's kind of funny, too. Operation Big City took a 1953 Mercury with an extended tailpipe, which emitted LSD gas into the streets. They also used briefcases hooked up to batteries and ex- to expel gas into the New York subway system and some near the Golden Gate Bridge. Luckily, none of these projects were a big success. But the fact that they're trying this shit and just being like, oh, fuck it, let's just run it. You know what I mean? Um, what makes you think that they didn't perfect these methods? And this is what COVID is, guys. Everyone's talking about COVID, but they're not really getting down to these sort of ideas of how it could have been brought to fruition and carried out so masterfully. I know a lot of us think like, dude, this is a train wreck. How how does anyone believe it? You know what I mean? That's me. That's my voice. That's not you guys. How does anyone believe this shit? It's because of the fucking mind control. Decades and decades of research going into this. They're executing it perfectly, guys. Whether you believe it or not, you don't have any fucking power. I don't have any fucking power. The government with a 20% support base has all the power. You know what I mean? It takes more and more people waking up. This is why I try and tell people about this shit. So let's get back to this. With the CIA massive testing on LSD, they were concerned about the uh, that Switzerland Sandoz labs that I mentioned. Uh, I think it was episode three or four. These are all blurred to me right now. You know what I mean? There's so much fucking shit. Um, but these Switzerland Sandoz labs uh, funded by, uh, they funded Eli Lilly, which was successful in synthesizing LSD in 1954. And Alice, Alan Dulles began buying LSD in tonnage quantities. Let me repeat that. Alan Dulles began buying LSD after it was synthesized by Eli Lilly in tonnage quantities. Imagine having one ton of LSD. What the fuck? What are we doing here? Why would you ever need a ton of any kind of drug unless it was weed? You know what I mean? And even weed, you could do a lot of damage with a ton of weed, right? This is the kind of shit that they were doing. And after you synthesize something like LSD, um, it can be replicated. You can you can pass it out to everyone in the world. And they did that. They did that very much in the 60s. The Merry Pranksters, which um, I talked about a little bit with uh, with Andy from the Deep Share podcast. Um, these are all experiments. And I think that they that they were very calculated. They weren't just these cute jokes. The Merry Pranksters had something to do with this whole narrative. And just like the the Grateful Dead, all the bands out of Laurel Canyon as well. Um, but this is where Donald Ewan Cameron enters, whose methods were called, should we say, ultra conceptual communication, I think is the term that he used. And I'll get into what that is. Um, but his career is confusing to track because he's born in Scotland, educated in London, in the US and in Switzerland, Scotland. Uh, he met a dude in Switzerland who convinced him to move to Manitoba, Canada. 
and he moves to the U.S. where he eventually dies. But he was practicing psychiatry in all of those countries. And, you know, Scotland is the one that stood out to me with the Scottish Rite. Uh, obviously, the U.K. with its um, very, very controlled, um, its controlling mechanisms there. Bank of London, obviously very influential, the, the city of London. Um, but with eugenicist training and Rockefeller funding, along with that Canadian military that's so powerful. I mean, what the fuck does the Canadian military ever do other than like this shit? I'm, you never hear about the Canadian military like kicking in doors. Um, but I love my Canadians, dude. I've got quite a few Canadian supporters and I love you guys. This I'm sure that you guys could kick my ass. The citizens are probably tougher, especially the ones that listen to this show. But the goddamn military is a joke. Okay. Um, if you're going to listen to the cuck like Justin Trudeau, not you, the military, um, there's nothing that that I mean, fuck, dude, the, the citizens, if if the citizens of Canada as a whole woke up, they would overthrow the military in two days. And I'm not recommending that. Okay, NSA. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that um, the Canadian military did some shady shit back in the day. And um, this Dr. Cameron is a, is a pretty big um, testament to that for sure. Because he was, he was pretty influential. 